Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Ann Kramer coming up. A First Amendment lawsuit moves forward against a veteran police chief. I'm Dick Iuliano. The price to drive the Dulles Toll Road could soon be going up. This is Kyle Cooper. We'll have that and more coming up. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Dell. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Demonstrations in many major cities this weekend protesting the Supreme Court's three-week-old decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. KCBS-TV's Candace Crone is in Los Angeles. For the third weekend in a row, abortion rights advocates chanted and held signs expressing outrage in response to the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. I am a United States veteran and I did not serve my country to have my rights stripped away, to have your rights stripped away. The demonstration comes after President Biden signed an executive order aimed at increasing access to abortion pills and protecting access to other reproductive health services. Akron officials imposed a curfew last night to prevent unrest over the police shooting of Jalen Walker. Reporter Michelle Nix was at an afternoon protest. Demetrius Travis Sr., a cousin of Jalen Walker, who was shot and killed by Akron police following a police chase, says he should not have to defend his cousin's name because he says his cousin was the victim. We're not going to have to prove what his character is no more. Jalen Walker was shot dozens of times after he fled a traffic stop on foot. He was not armed when he was killed. In Los Angeles, a human rights activist has released cell phone video of police trying to restrain a man. The video appears to show one officer putting his foot on a suspect's face. I was repulsed. I was appalled. It still makes me shake. It still brings tears to my eyes. Unfortunately, we see it so frequently on TV. But you never imagine that it's going to be you witnessing it. And I was so angry. And I felt helpless because there was nothing I could do to help him. The witness who wants to remain anonymous says she may file a complaint. Parliamentary elections have been held in Japan two days after the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Japan's upper house elections were held on schedule amid grief, shock and mourning for former Prime Minister Abe, who was gunned down in broad daylight two days ago. The suspect, an unemployed man using a homemade musket, has been charged with murder. CBS's Lucy Kraft reporting from Tokyo. Wildfires continue to march across parts of the West. Kaylee Yardley is with the Utah Division of Forestry, Fire and State Lands. Please use your fire sense. It's everybody's responsibility. We need to be super cautious and aware, especially during these red flag days that we have. Uh, there's going to be many more to come. In California, the largest grove of giant sequoias in Yosemite National Park remained closed yesterday as firefighters battled a blaze. This is CBS News. Good morning to you. It's 8.03, Sunday, July 10th. We're at 71 degrees, drying out today with partly cloudy skies, highs to the low 80s. More than a thousand people turned out downtown to demonstrate in support of abortion rights. WTOP's Alejandro Alvarez says activists tied themselves this to a fence by the White House yesterday pressuring President Biden to go beyond his executive order that was meant to shore up abortion access. And despite Biden's executive order, they are really pressuring the Biden administration to do more 
than they have. They view his actions to this point as largely having been insufficient to protect, to codify abortion rights in the wake of Roe v. Wade being eliminated. Many of the demonstrators were ready to be arrested, but none were reported. Some bike racks or crowd control devices have been removed from the grounds of the U.S. Supreme Court, this due to safety concerns. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton sent a letter to the Supreme Court Marshal earlier this week requesting the change. Her concern, bike racks blocking sidewalks around the Supreme Court. Norton says with anti-climbing fencing already up, they serve no purpose and force pedestrians to use the street, a serious safety hazard. The Supreme Court Marshal has since responded and says so far the bike racks along Constitution Avenue between Maryland Avenue and 2nd Street Northeast have been removed and there are plans to remove the rest this weekend. Norton added that she'd also like to see anti-climbing fencing removed as soon as there is no longer a security concern. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A federal judge has now cleared the way for a First Amendment lawsuit. This against a former D.C. police chief, now in Prince William. The lawsuit charges that when Peter Newsham was D.C. police chief, he kept a watch list of lawyers, activists, and journalists whose freedom of information requests received extra scrutiny because of their potential for criticism of the department. Inside, Nova reports that a federal judge has ruled against D.C.'s request to dismiss the lawsuit, filed by criminal defense attorney Amy Phillips, an outspoken critic of the D.C. Police Department. Newsham denies the allegations. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It is 8.05. Do you think you should pay more to use the Dulles Toll Road? Here's your chance to have your say. There is a proposal to raise tolls to $6 next year on the Dulles Toll Road. In addition, drivers who don't use an easy pass and are billed by their license plate will have to pay a new fee on top of the toll. The rates are proposed to go up to pay for the Silver Line Rail Metro project. The public hearing is set for July 18th, but you don't get to stand up and say anything. Anyone who goes to the hearing can submit written comments or provide comment to an official meeting stenographer. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. New this morning, an early morning fire at a Bethesda church is being investigated as an arson. WTOP reporting that Montgomery County firefighters got the call about 2.15 a.m. and found several church pews on fire. This at St. Jane Francis de Chantal Catholic Church in old, on Old Georgetown Road, just near the Beltway. That fire was put out. There are no reported injuries. Investigators now seeking information, and anyone who may know something is asked to call the county fire department's arson tip line. A significant surge reported with more Maryland residents applying for what are known as wear and carry gun permits. It's gotten to the point now where the state is having problems keeping up. This surge can be tied to the Supreme Court's decision to strike down a gun law in New York State, which required people to show a special need for protection. Since Maryland's law is similar, Governor Hogan told state police to suspend the good and substantial reason standard when reviewing applications for wear and carry gun permits. Fox 5 DC reports that due to a massive surge in applications, the state police licensing system, which can only handle 10,000 outgoing emails in a 24-hour period, was unable to send automated emails back to applicants for two straight days. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Japan's still reeling after the assassination of a former prime minister. It's 807. Here's a highlight from Tim Jones, the Regional Vice President of Systems Engineering for Public Sector at Forescout Technologies on the Zero Cyber Trust Exchange presented by Kerasoft. We've been asking teams for years to start to level up on some of those maturity requirements. 
um, knowing what's on my enterprise and how I'm going to start to establish that is a core tenet that we usually like to start with from a force cut perspective. 